0: Hello, everyone, and thanks for tuning in again to the I Hear Design podcast. This is Robert Yeminen, Chief Content Director for Interiors and Sources, and I hope you are well and staying safe uh, during this pandemic and sheltering in place going on. Uh, it really is such a challenging time for everyone, and uh, we hope to be a positive voice in the midst of all the the noise that's out there uh, in the media. But uh, speaking of which, if you didn't get a chance to attend our webinar earlier this month on how COVID nineteen is impacting the design industry. And how buildings can be designed to keep occupants healthy and safe, I urge you to go to our website and view it on demand. Our featured panelists including Cheryl Durst of IIDA, Randy Pfizer of ASID, and Rachel Gutter of the International Well Building Institute. They provided some really incredible um, information and valuable insights into the current pandemic and what we all can do moving forward. The webinar was a really kind of a big picture view of things and for this episode of I Hear Design I wanted to narrow the focus of the conversation around coronavirus to talk about how it's impacting the hospitality industry specifically. Personally, I know of so many restaurant workers here in South Florida who have been laid off um, as the industry has been particularly hit hard by all of this. To share share some thoughts on the impact this is having on the hospitality industry and how it will evolve moving forward, um, I've invited Michael Sumi, uh, former principal at Stonehill Taylor, who recently founded his own firm, uh, Sumi Design Works, to join me. Michael, thanks for being here.
1: Well, thank you for having me.
0: Yeah, absolutely. And it's great to have you. So, Michael, I know you're based in New York City. And from some of the pictures that I've seen online of the empty streets in Manhattan, uh, I'm just kind of blown away. It's, it's really hard to imagine. Uh, how are you doing and how has this impacted you and your firm, um, which you actually just launched last November, correct?
1: Yeah, six months ago, I launched Sumi Design Works, and um, it took off fast. And then in um, January, uh, when we started to um, sort of learn about the um, the virus in China and that it was starting to spread, um, I started thinking about that. And um, in, in early March, um, I closed my office down. It was about a week before... Um, New York City announced um, the shuttering of all non-essential businesses. And I just felt like I better test this out. Um, I had designed my office to be run remotely and and all the workers to be able to easily work remotely from from day one, um, just because we travel so much in this industry. And I um, sort of ran a test of everyone working from home. And so since um, about March 6th, Uh, my office in New York has actually been closed and, uh, my staff has been working remotely. Um, I'm actually also in South Florida. My daughter and I had a, uh, uh, spring break ski trip that we left for on March 12th. We went to, um, Colorado and the day we arrived at the ski resort, they announced the shuttering of all ski resorts across the United States. Oh, no. Yeah, and so we, my daughter and I, have actually come down to Southern Florida, to south uh, southwestern Florida, and we're um, we are um, self quarantining at my girlfriend's place um, just south of Sarasota.
0: Yeah, well, I'm sorry to hear your vacation plans got spoiled, but um, it sounds like you guys had a great foresight in testing out the work from home before it was actually forced on you. So, uh, glad to hear that. Um, but as far as the big picture, Michael, what are you seeing right now happening in the hospitality industry as it relates to the COVID-19 pandemic? Uh, do you have a sense of how big the impact of this uh, is or will be on the industry?
1: Well, um, the hospitality industry has really been devastated uh, by uh, COVID-19 um, in the U.S. as well as everywhere else in the world. Um it's um, from everything I've been reading and uh, learning about and, and the folks that I know that head up their, their companies, which are major companies, uh, hotel companies, um, the hospitality industry has, uh, is, is one of the hardest hit industries. And that was really due to the fears of community spread through travel um, and group events. Um, very quickly, events of all sizes were canceled, uh, which I'm sure you know. You and, and the listeners are very aware of. And the impact on the hotel industry was almost immediate uh, in terms of room cancellations. And major hotel industries uh, saw that this pandemic was causing this and that governments were requiring shutdowns. And so they allowed the cancellation of, of of uh, reservations and events without penalties, and um, you know, for, in a goodwill gesture. And um, right now, um, I think most hotels in the US are closed, um, and those that remain open are at about 20% of their regular capacity. Um, I, I have a few stats. Which are shocking, um, and I had put them together for for a talk I did last week. Um, right now, the hotel, in, the U.S. hotel industry is lo- losing 3.5 billion dollars per week. Um, the American Hotel and Lodging Association estimates uh, almost four million jobs will be lost. Uh, most of those have already been lost, uh, but it will will reach about four million jobs. And then, you know, the the big hotel companies in the US, Marriott, Hyatt, Hilton, those companies alone have, have furloughed hundreds of thousands of workers at the at the um hotel, both at the property level and at the corporate level. It's um it's a really, really hard hit industry and it and it the impact was, was almost immediate.
0: Wow, yeah. The data there is just so devastating. It's it's almost uh, difficult to wrap your head around how how big of an impact this is truly having um, on on the hospitality industry and so many others as well. Um, what have you been hearing about uh, the way that designers are considering how this pandemic will change the way um, hotels, bars, and restaurants, um, meeting spaces are going to be designed going forward? Um, like, do you think footprints will expand to allow for social distancing, or will they contract? Uh, you know, to Uh, to have less people uh, indoors, or will there be greater uh, design with sensitivity to the spread of infection? Um, What do you see going forward from here?
1: I think, you know, that's a really um, good question that I'm not sure can be completely answered because uh, we don't know what coming out of this pandemic actually looks like um right. but i have been thinking about that a lot i've been i've been talking with people in the hotel industry about that i've been hearing what some companies like Hyatt uh are planning to do um and i think it sort of falls into into um three or four buckets social distancing of course is is probably the the biggest one um and uh i there are a lot of hotels that are out there that existed before that are set up already for social distancing like small resorts where there are individual villas that have a lot of space between them Um, and i've been to quite a few of those kind of resorts in the u.s and um, also hotels that just have a smaller number of rooms um, are set up for creating individual spaces for guests where they rarely ever see anyone else But the vast majority of hotels are uh, built with many floors and elevators that people pack into and narrow corridors that lead to hotel rooms. And and you're inevitably passing very close to other people, sitting in bars and restaurants and hotels, attending events, um, you know, a six, seven hundred person business meeting in a ballroom at a hotel. What will that look like in the future? So I think social distancing is, is an area that. Um, will be explored if that remains part of how we move into recovery. Um, Something as simple as like pulling up in a car and having a valet take your car and park it in the hotel garage, that'll have to change. I mean, you know, I don't think people would want that to happen if we still have to maintain distances. Um, Checking in, you know, a lot of hotels... um, had been adopting, slowly adopting, remote check-in or um, self check-in from kiosks and using uh, direct-to-room technology. I don't have you ever done that, Robert? Where you you pre-check-in and use your phone to unlock a door?
0: I haven't done that yet, but I've heard about it. Yeah,
1: it's it's a small percentage of the hotels out there that actually have that system in place. It's expensive, um, and it works. Quite well, there are issues regarding security, but I think something like that is going to get pushed out very quickly where you can just bypass the receptionist and dealing with, uh, uh, you know, a front desk. Um, You know, there are hotels are about bringing people together and about travel and tourism. And um, I think travel and tourism is going to be impacted for quite a while. Um the another area that um I think we may see um a design shift into um has to do with cleanability and the uh things that are easy to clean and you can tell that it's been cleaned. Um right. which um you know that's both in the hotel room and in the public area. One of the biggest hotel companies in the US is I know has been talking about how they're gonna change when they clean public areas so that when guests are there, they want to have people out cleaning the public area. They usually do it in the middle of the night when everyone is asleep and no one sees people, you know, staff out there with spray bottles and rags. They want to be able to show that they're cleaning everything. Um, uh, Something that um, comes from the medical world, which I think will be another um, area that will be explored um, is antimicrobial materials and surfaces. And that's been uh, very prevalent in hospital design, healthcare design for a long time. And those are materials that inherently, um, either through chemicals that are added to them or just by the nature of the natural materials in them, kill microbes and viruses and germs on contact. Um, Like copper, for example, uh, kills a lot of things. Um, And there are chemically treated fabrics and floor finishes and wall finishes that are used in hospitals that may be considered for hospitality to give uh, a guest a a, a sort of a higher level of confidence that there aren't viruses sitting on a, a counter in their guest room.
0: Yeah, and that's a really interesting point you made about uh, the hotels having the cleaning staff uh, out in the public spaces where people can see them. Uh, during our uh, podcast, or I'm sorry, our webinar earlier this week, uh, some of the panelists were talking about the fact that even as people return to work, um, just that it's important how there should be that perceived sense of safety uh, and cleanliness that people don't have to worry uh, that as they're going back to work that the spaces that they're inhabiting Uh, are going to be, you know, carrying the virus or whatever it is. Um, So yeah, that's a really important thing that I think is going to be for hotels and and for other spaces going forward.
1: Yeah. Um, You know, the other area has to do with face coverings, like covering your mouth and your nose, um, wearing gloves. Will that be part of our life after the pandemic starts to recede? And how would that play out in the hospitality world? I think, um, you know, these are all um really um great uh, areas to explore from a design standpoint but um I don't, I don't think any um hotel year or hotel major hotel company are going to uh jump on any of these areas until we all sort of know what's what it's going to what what it's going to look like after the pandemic um recedes
0: Yeah, no, I think I think you're right. It's a little too early to tell exactly what's going to happen. Obviously, uh, no one really knows. um, But you had you made some really good points there about um, how the hospitality industry might be impacted. uh, And even at this stage uh, and and looking ahead a little bit. But um, so before, you know, the the COVID pandemic hit, um, I know that you were involved with a project called Hospitality on Edge. Um, What is that initiative all about? And can you tell our listeners a little bit about uh, what inspired it as well?
1: Sure. I um it sort of came out of uh of the fact that the hotel industry was has been traditionally slow to react to certain forces and changes that occur in the world. Um like the adoption of sustainable design practices was it took quite a long time before um, hotel companies realize that there's a an upside to embracing lead, for example, as a as a design process. Um, I wanted to be able to have a venue to talk about um, things that were happening today or yesterday um, that was taken more or less taken from the headlines that um, oftentimes, um the hotel industry ignores uh but at the same time these kind of issues do impact the hotel industry oftentimes profoundly and and many times uh the hotel- hotel industry reacts very late um it's interesting to see how covid nineteen has has very quickly changed the hotel landscape because a lot of the other topics that um i had um uh talked about um through hospitality on edge um, are well-known topics to the general public, but the hotel industry was, would be very, very slow in, in adapting. Uh, for example, um, the first talk I did was regarding um, the tariffs that were being levied against products being made in China by the US um, government and the trade war that was brewing. This was several years ago. And um, a lot of people in the hotel industry didn't realize that the tariffs were going to change how things were made and the cost of those things for hotels. Um, And since then, I've addressed other topics, um, like climate change um, was a topic we addressed last fall. And I had a representative from uh, the ownership of a, a hotel that filed the world's largest insurance claim due to um, the destruction of their hotel by by two hurricanes that hit the hotel one after another um, down in the caribbean it was a 400 million dollar insurance claim that they were um, resolving and rebuilding the hotel from scratch and climate change uh, is another one of those topics that i i feel isn't um, addressed a lot in the hotel Uh, world of events and conferences and speakers.
0: Yeah, that's true. That's a good point. Um, Why do you think that is, Michael? I mean, why has the hospitality industry been a little bit slow to adopt some sustainability initiatives? And what are some other major challenges that it's facing even um, outside of this COVID pandemic?
1: Well, sustainability um, has been a major challenge from a standpoint, hotels are hotels are um, notoriously um, expensive and polluting to build, and then also to run. Uh, from a standpoint of water use, energy use, and sustainability, has gained a lot of traction. But it, there's it can go a lot further. Um, I think in in the world of commercial design, um, hospitals. Um, mixed-use projects, you frequently see um, lead gold, lead platinum, and in hospitality, it's still very rare. So sustainability will continue to be a a major um, uh, challenge in hospitality design. Um, I think, um, you know, this last year, the AHLA, the American Hotel and Lodging Association, named human trafficking as their Biggest issue that they're dealing with in the U.S. Uh, with hotels, and that will that will be a growing issue. Um, it's unfortunately, I'm, I'm sure, been put on the back burner as as we've been dealing with COVID nineteen. As have a lot of issues, um, right? And I think coming out of this pandemic, how hotels are financed and how banks finance them tradi- either traditional financing or or private uh, equity. I think that's gonna be uh, changing quite a bit as well. And um, how hotels are insured, um, you know, everyone, I think everyone knew that the growing economy that we had here in the U.S. as well as every almost everywhere else in the world wasn't gonna last forever, but I don't think anyone predicted this is how it was gonna end. And, right. um, you know, as we come out of this, Robert, I think that there will be some some really specific focuses for hospitality that will be in reaction to getting back to um, life as normal and th- those are the kind of things we were just talking about, especially social distancing right. and 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 cleanability or the the feeling that a, a place is clean. Um, but um, I, I think that um, definitely financing um how things are made and where things are made for hotels will be a, a growing challenge um because the where we get things made the supply chain of products um as a result of covid-19 was broken in many areas we, there's a lot of stuff that's procured and made and supplied for hotels that comes from various countries in asia and elsewhere in the world and um having redundant supply chains i think will be a uh, uh, a focus of hotels in the future.
0: Yeah, definitely. I think, I think you're spot on there. Uh, there's so much to process right now and I know it can be kind of difficult to have a hopeful outlook, but is there anything, uh, Michael, that you are excited or hopeful about, you know, as we think about even coming out of this pandemic, as far as, uh, where the hospitality industry is headed? I mean, w- what makes you excited about uh, the future?
1: Well, I mean, one of the you know a lot some of the best design that's ever been done has always come out of um uh a challenging set of requirements or rules or or restrictions and as as we move into the next phase of uh you know hopefully coming out of the pandemic those challenges are going to be an exciting thing for designers to tackle um and that's what that's what gets design juices um flowing um thinking about those kind of challenges. um, How do you take something that is inherently social and puts hundreds or even thousands of people together in close proximity, how do you design that so that you can maintain a social distance or separation that's going to make everyone feel comfortable? That's a huge challenge. Um, And that, for me, that's exciting as a designer.
0: Yeah, absolutely. I couldn't agree more. And, you know, I I just personally think that um, designers and architects and the creative types are just so innovative, and I don't think there's any uh, better group of people to rise up to the challenges that um, our our world really is facing uh, in these times and and going forward and I think that uh, the designers and and architects are really going to be uh, playing a major role in solving some of these challenges as you mentioned michael so um, and just thank you so much again for uh, your thoughts and, and perspectives and insights. Um, I know our listeners will appreciate it. And uh, thank you again so much, Michael, for being here. We we appreciate it.
1: Oh, of course. Thank you for having me, Robert.
0: Yeah, absolutely. would love to have you back anytime, Michael. Well, that's it for today uh, for this episode, everyone. Uh, we hope you tune in again next week. And until then, thanks and be well, everyone.